Last week, all across the world, a day was set aside for mental health awareness. Nigeria wasn't left out. But going by the statistics here, 20 to 30% of people suffering from a mental disorder, I would argue that we need more than one day in the entire year to consider the seriousness of the issue of mental health in this country. In this episode, I'm joined by the uber-talented Maria Mata, aka Wonder Woman, aka Onize, aka the shiniest unicorn in the motherfucking room. And we discussed some of the issues surrounding mental health awareness in this country. To start this episode off, Mariam has generously shared one of her poetry pieces on the subject. I hope you guys enjoy and welcome to episode four of The Wolf Cries of a Third World Millennial. So this is called The Art of Being a Phoenix. You have to teach yourself how to burn things to the ground and build them back up again with foundations stronger than they were before. That is how you survive. That is how you grow. Like shriveled up seeds that can be watered and groomed and nurtured to become something else. Something much more than they were before. When your world crumbles, you cannot spend the rest of your life laying in the dust of all of your past hopes and dreams and realities, hoping that your tears water them and make them grow. Dust does not work like that. All you get is mud. You have to plan and rest your sometimes weary soul and sow seeds with your blood and your sweat and your tears. You have to be the atlas to your burdens and carry the weight of your pain and sorrow on your shoulders without allowing yourself sink into nothingness. You have to use the pain and hurt without being consumed by it. That is not the fire you need to be consumed by. The fire you need is the flagrance of your fighting spirit. The fire you need is the everlasting fire within your heart that burns and dims but never completely dies. The fire you need is the fire of your hopes and dreams. The fire you need is the fire of love and self-belief. And some days it is hard. (laughs) Some days it is the hardest thing you could possibly do. To put down the shovel and say no to the despair we often feel boring deep into a place we feel we cannot reach. But you just need to change your direction and dig upwards instead. Say no to the darkness and yes to the light. Cry but do not allow yourself drown in your tears. Fight but do not scar yourself in the process. Burn, but allow yourself be reborn from the ashes. You are a phoenix, beautiful and mystical and uniquely remarkable and strong beyond words. And you will always, always rise from the ashes better than you were before. 
Have faith in you. Have faith in your rebirth, Phoenix. I hope I hope you enjoyed that. Like Nigerians, have you started? We should start. Okay, Nigerians don't acknowledge like possibility of mental, mental health, health problems. Yeah. And especially like people can talk about depression, like even if they don't know what it is, they are sad and they'll say they are depressed. Okay. Yeah. But anxiety like, is so very... anonymous. Like hmm. people don't talk about anxiety per se. They are stressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But does it does it feel like it's something that we just have to deal with rather than like what well, I mean is is it possible to even live without it? No, it's not. It's not possible to live without like everything is going to cause you anxiety. Especially if you're in Nigeria. Like you can just walk up no, let me not even go too far. Let me not say you can walk up of your house. You wake up in the morning <laughs> In your house. In your house. There's no light. Or there's no water and like that's just the beginning of it like you have work to do you have to start rushing to work and your work won't accept that oh you have no, mental like, <laughs> you have mental yeah i'm anxious I'm like anxious. yeah i was in traffic and traffic was causing me anxiety and i started having a tiny panic attack so when i got to work i just packed and i chilled no yeah. <laughs> or i don't know have you, have you ever had uh, like a, a panic attack <laughs> Enough panic attacks. I can't even count. Can you can you like describe it? What, mm. what, what that felt like? First time I had a panic attack, I was in just hmm. and I can't remember exactly what triggered it, but I was hyperventilating a lot. They had to take me to the hospital actually to the clinic because oh. it was so bad, and they gave me Panadol. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh I, said I, was like, I was just like, like my heart was beating very fast. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I couldn't breathe. Like I couldn't get enough air. Okay, take Panadol and go and rest in the sick bay. Wow. And at that time, I didn't really know it was like a panic attack, anxiety attack type thing. It was until a couple of years later, after a few, then yeah. I started recognizing my triggers, like where exactly the problem was. So basically, you didn't know at the time, of course, I mean, you were in jail too. Yeah. So you didn't even know what was wrong with I you. But I knew there wasn't Panadol that I needed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take the Panadol? I took it now. What will I do? What will I do? <laughs> and calm down. Interesting. Yeah. So what, what would you say are like the most frequent triggers for you? I mean, I, I read your tweets mm. and I... Anyone yeah. who reads your tweets would think that you that you're like in and out of the yeah I am actually clinic. Mm. you are no okay <laughs> I see a therapist okay yeah I see it here th- yeah I've oh. I've been to two different psy- psychologists like okay. whatever psych psyche yeah psycho psychoanalyst whatever I've been to two different ones and like. 
don't know. Nigerians are weird. Obviously, no Nigerians are weird. Yeah. Even though they are educated, like they understand that oh, depression and anxiety and mental health problems arise and stuff. You still find the typical Nigerian response of oh, did you pray? How close are you to God? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess in some cases that that might be a factor for some people. But not well, everyone you like, like you mean like praying might be a fact like the praying might help spiritual well being. Yeah, might help some certain types of people like Yeah, true. To to overcome their issues. Yeah. But I don't know, I think my issues are are serious. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously God can help me. God has helped me like like in in ways but like this Nigerian thing that religion is the only solution to so, all the problems. Any problem that's any not prob- physical that you cannot see. Any problem. They're like, oh, pray. Yeah. Say your rosary. <laughs> Go to church. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. But, I don't know. And with anxiety, I know, like, there are different types of anxiety disorders. I suffer from general anxiety disorder. I don't remember exactly what that means right now, but <laughs> I'll Google it. But I know there's social anxiety, which once in a while, like, it doesn't look like I suffer from social anxiety, but I swear to God, like, I'll be in public sometimes and inwardly I'll be like, um, <laughs> like, like my mind is just jumbled like it's just stressful like yeah. just being around people to an extent and i know of other i know of a lot of people who just do not go out right at all because they are worried about yeah dealing with dealing people, with people yeah. and in nigeria i think social anxiety should actually be considered like as a serious problem you're a performer how could you possibly how yeah? How do you even, how do you put that together? Like a, a performer who study, who suffers from social anxiety. Yes, like, so that means yes. you must be a wreck before you <laughs> get on stage. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I mean, I had to adapt. Secondary school. Let me start from secondary school. Secondary school, I was very awkward. I still am very awkward. I was very awkward, very shy, but I kind of always knew I was the shit. And other people were not yeah, that seeing. Helps. It. It helps you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> other people were not seeing, so I had to come out of that bubble to show people like I am the shit. So yeah, my second school was was the beginning of most of my mental health issues. Yeah, you were going to so, you were going to describe some of the triggers, some of the most more yeah triggers triggers for uh, you at least for me. General everyday Nigerian life. <laughs> so that means you're perpetually no, no, like you have perpetually to, obviously like I'm perpetually almost perpetually nervous. Hmm. But then obviously there are levels to it. So I can just be my nerves might be acting up normally and then one mad person will cut in front of me in traffic. <laughs> and that kind of cut in front of me like like if not that you have to practice defensive driving in Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. could have died. We could have died. Like, and then what's mad is that after that, your act as if it's your fault. Like, how is that not supposed to give you anxiety? 
you could have just died and someone is insulting you that can't you see when it's them that you should and, be insulting and you know that can't well that the authorities would help you out if authorities that's another trigger <laughs> i said i don't know how many times that road safety or a policeman has finessed me of money okay let me tell you one well i've been told i'm attractive being an attractive young lady with a nice shiny car that my mother obviously bought for me i'm an easy target it's so yeah. annoying yeah. <laughs> yeah i can see how that's possible yeah so that's so yeah, you mentioned the authorities. Well, what pretty else? much everyday Nigerian life. Everyday Nigerians are triggers in themselves, to be honest. Like the things that you can't really blame Nigerians in general to an extent because the country frustrates you like constantly, and like we don't know better than to to transfer to lash out to other on other people and everything like that. So. Does it feel like a lot of people you encounter here are actively going through some kind of mental challenge or the other without even realizing it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Definitely. And what would you say is your mechanism for coping? <laughs> um, if at all. If <laughs> <laughs> you have to try and distract yourself. Like, I don't know. The anxiety is gets bringing you down. You have to find something that will lift you high. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean it like that, but there's that one too, Sha. <laughs> Definitely. You have to find a balance for, for all the madness that's happening. So, me personally, I read a lot. Um... I write a lot. I try to write a lot. But recently, the anxiety and depression has made it so I've not been able to write anything. Okay. I, I was going to ask that. It's like, what's the difference, really, between being depressed and, and being... being anxious? Um, anxiety isn't, like, depression... Depression isn't sadness, but it's, it's close to... It. It's like a feeling of despair that just won't go away. Right. Like, that's just drawing you down. And anxiety, anxiety is like nervousness, like panic. And it might not have a particularly sensible reason behind it, but it's just there. It stays with you as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? But, yeah. I mean, I've seen you perform one of your pieces. Yeah, they are old pieces. Oh, like man. I probably wrote them like three years ago and Oh wow. Yeah just I just regurgitated. And they're that good. <laughs> stop, stop. Well you did say you're the shit, I don't doubt it. You feel me? <laughs> Thank you, you're a real one. <laughs> um yeah, so you have to just rise above the madness. Right. Rise above it. In in good ways. Good productive ways if you can. Like creating Starting a podcast like you did. Yeah, well, this is my own, you know. <laughs> Your own one. I don't know, my own outlet, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just, I suppose hearing other people talk about some of the things I wonder about mm. kind of helps. Yeah. In context, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. At least you, you, for one thing, you know you're not the only mad person out there. Well, plenty. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah and you can you can live with it right yeah it's it's manageable yeah because it never really leaves you does it no it doesn't ah therapy was very stressful for me because talk talk to us a little about that i don't know my first therapist was laid back so that wasn't a problem i guess we'll just talk but the second place i went to for therapy because i realized that as much as i was helping myself yeah i needed some extra help so my second therapy place they had like programs and stuff um you have like a program on spirituality group session on spirituality which i enjoyed because they did not talk about religion per se they talked about spirituality like exactly like obviously nigerians they have to bring a little bit of religion into it but it wasn't it wasn't stressful. That's how I'll put it. Because talking about mental health issues with Nigerians in general, talking about religion, yeah. talking about anything, to be honest, <laughs> in Nigeria, it's stressful. It's but stressful. religion is like one of the most stressful things to discuss, to try and make people see your point of view. Because as far as we're concerned, you should just be religious. Yeah. I feel like we set ourselves up. We hope that oh times have changed, that people are a bit more reasonable. enlightened, reasonable, and then we find out that some people are still living in the dark ages. Yeah, yeah, That's another trigger. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Realizing that everyone around you, is, well, not everyone, but that people are not bothering to not, educate themselves, no, to they, enlighten they themselves. They couldn't care at all. Rather live in ignorance. So stressful. Do you feel like? We need to kind of um, break the the silence. <laughs> oh man! Yes, we need to break the silence. We need to, apart from like, we need to start from basics. Like, I feel like a lot of people have friends who struggle, but they don't pay attention to their struggling friends. Yeah. Even they don't allow themselves feel what they need to feel whatever it is they are feeling they repress it which makes it even worse, worse. yeah it makes it flare up so much more yeah the more we talk about it the more we can we can deal with it right yeah we just need to show love to each other and be mindful right yeah mindfulness is so important so important so that was the show for this week guys i hope you enjoyed it and until next time if you feel any discomfort you know mentally emotionally or physically please talk to someone there is no shame in needing help we all do this has been the wolf cries of a third world millennial i'm chijo keosuji